Here's what's going on in the world of sports. Here's what Lee Hamilton thinks on a Friday. New developments in the negotiations between the Chargers and the city over the new stadium in Mission Valley. Controversy has spilled out into the public eye. The city and NFL team will meet this coming Monday afternoon, the second get-together since the release of the CSAG report. But email leaks have indicated there's a serious divisive clash already developing. City Attorney Jan Goldsmith tried to undermine the entire CSAG task force, urging Mayor Kevin Faulkner to scrap the proposal before it was ever handed over to the NFL team. Goldsmith wanted negotiations to open three weeks before the financing plan was finished. Goldsmith also tried to muzzle CSAG officials from discussing the plan and to freeze out the media from access to it. The mayor refused to buckle, saying voters needed to have city transparency in the negotiations. Emails also show the Chargers stonewalled multiple attempts by the mayor to set up meetings, upset that CSAG officials were so vocal in what their game plan was to come up with a financing proposal. Reports are the Chargers simultaneously kept dragging their responses to the city request for a meeting while they were negotiating to try to put a Carson plan into effect. Sources say Mark Fabiani has been dismissive of the entire CSAG project, leaked emails about information that alleged the city was trying to circle around environmental impact studies, and also indicated the city can't sell 75 acres of land without rezoning those parcels first. Emails indicated there was one private meeting between Dean Spanos, Fabiani, as well as Ron Roberts to set a timeline for negotiations. That meeting was 11 days before the CSAG proposal was released to the public. So with all that front and center, they'll go back to the negotiating table on Monday to see if they can make progress. Meanwhile, up in Carson, Carmen Policy, the former 49er executive, has now been named director of Carson Holdings LLC. That's the Spanos-owned firm that will control the stadium land in Carson that they're trying to develop. In Major League Baseball, the Padres open a weekend series in Cincinnati tonight, beginning a seven-game road trip. Tyson Ross, who's only 2-5, and five, will go against Reds rookie Rasiel Iglesias, Padres have won 7 of 11. The Reds, meanwhile, have dropped 12 of 17. Padres play 25 of their next 35 games on the road. They have only 10 home games from now till July 17th. It remains to be seen what happens to outfielder Matt Kemp. He's hitting just 186 with one home run since the 1st of May. First baseman Will Myers is expected to take more batting practice today, 100% four swings on the road to test his ailing wrist. And pitcher Brandon Morrow will make his second rehab start on Sunday in San Antonio. He likely could rejoin the Padres early next week. Dodgers got beat by the Cardinals last night. Jason Hayward with a two-run single. Michael Waka ran his record to 8-1 with a victory. Meanwhile, Dodgers-Cardinals tonight. Brett Anderson against Carlos Martinez. The Redbirds are 36-18 and 18 on the season. Good news with pitcher Kenley Jansen. There was concern over his health issues. He pitched just to 16 batters in one week's time and was not available last night. Doctors said his blood pressure went up because of the altitude. Jansen, two years ago, had a history of heart arrhythmia. Dodgers have sent second baseman Hector Oliveira to AA Tulsa to begin his pro career. He's the Cuban defector that signed that $62 million contract in the early season. 
And Yasiel Puig begins another rehab stint, trying to recover from back-to-back -back hamstring injuries. Angels were off last night. They open a weekend series at Yankee Stadium tonight. Jared Weaver goes against Nathan Ivaldi. Halos have won four of their last six. On the out-of-town scoreboard, Adam Jones hit a solo home run for Baltimore. The Orioles cooled off Houston. Tigers have lost seven in a row, worst skid since 2005. Oakland pitcher Jesse Hahn went seven innings, gave up one run in the A's victory over Detroit. Joe Maurer's surprise bunt led to a four-run rally in the ninth inning. Minnesota Twins over the Red Sox. Shin Su Chu with a game-winning RBI single in the 11th inning gave the Rangers a victory over the White Sox. Brandon Marsh, two-run home run. Indians beat to Kansas City. Steve Sousa with an RBI single in Tampa Bay's victory over Seattle. Kevin Plawecki, the catcher, had a two-run double for the Mets. They won in Arizona. Brandon Phillips had three hits and a couple of RBIs in Cincinnati's win over Philadelphia. And Junior Lake walked with the bases loaded to bring home the go-ahead run. The Cubs a victory over the Nationals. In New York, Yuri Sukart. Alex Rodriguez's cousin's been sentenced to seven months in prison for his part in the biogenesis scandal. Meanwhile, Yankee longtime pitching coach Mel Stottlemyre has been rehospitalized. He's fighting blood cancer issues again. Ex-Nationals closer Ralph Soriano has fired controversial agent Scott Boros. Soriano is still without a contract. On the injury front, the A's have lost catcher Stephen Vogt with a leg injury. Diamondbacks put pitcher Archie Bradley on the disabled list with a shoulder issue. Yankees MRI on Brian McCann. Their catcher comes back clean. He has minor irritation of his foot, but no Liz Frank sprain. Twins have dealt Ricky Nolasco, starting pitcher with an ankle. Bad News Texas, Josh Hamilton will be gone four weeks with a hamstring injury. In basketball, Golden State beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 108-100 last night, game one of their playoff series. Warriors wiped out a 15-point deficit in the second quarter, then overwhelmed the Cavaliers in overtime. Steph Curry and Klay Thompson combined for 47, but the big story was the Golden State bench. They had 33 points. LeBron James went off for 44 for the Cavaliers. Kyrie Irving added 23, but Cleveland died in overtime at one basket in 13 possessions in the game. Game two will be Saturday night. Meanwhile, a report out of Philadelphia in a new book detailing the career of Allen Iverson that is in from his press conference rant in 2002. It's only practice. He was drunk at the time he did that interview. NFL football notes, the Raiders. The NFL says Oakland has failed to present financing for its new football stadium. The developer has indicated he will unveil plans June 21st. Raiders are reportedly $400 million short in the money that they need. NFL has called a special owners meeting in Chicago for August 11th. At that point, they won't want updates on the Committee of L.A. situation as well as what's gone on in San Diego, Oakland, and in St. Louis. John Bolin, the son of Denver Bronco owner Patrick Bolin, has left the team after an arrest on two counts of domestic abuse. He was a marketing department employee, evidently assaulted his girlfriend while she was making a 911 call. NFL Union has confirmed it spent $6 million of its money defending the appeal cases of suspended running back Adrian Peterson, Ray Rice, and defensive end Greg Hardy. Aaron Hernandez, a judge, held a hearing yesterday to determine a trial date in December for him to go on trial for the double Dorchester drive-by shooting murders. A couple of mini-camp notes, Chicago Bears are moving defensive end Jared Allen to outside linebacker in Vic Fangio's new defense. 
Cleveland gets a scare. Wide receiver Dwayne Bowe has strained a knee in a workout. Cowboys very impressed with rookie offensive lineman Lowell Collins. They've moved him to a starter's position at left guard. Kansas City's reopened contract talks with veteran Pro Bowl linebacker Justin Houston. He had 22 sacks last season. Franchise tagged at $13 million. They say they'll try to get a deal done before July 15th. Raiders have signed ex-Denver free agent kick return man Trendon Holiday, as well as Lions free agent wide receiver Chris Durham. Pittsburgh Steelers are moving Devin Gardner, the Michigan quarterback, from wide receiver back to quarterback. He ran wildcat formations down on the goal line in practice yesterday. Jets have lost tight end Jay Samaro, goes down with a back injury in OTA workouts. College football, North Carolina, the NCAA is charged five major level one violations against UNC, illegal benefits, and a massive academic fraud scandal that goes back 11 years. They've also charged the university with lack of institutional control. NHL hockey, game two of the Stanley Cup playoffs will be tomorrow, Tampa Bay against Chicago. Meanwhile, the NHL Hall of Fame has saluted Kings broadcaster Nick Nixon. He will be enshrined, as well as longtime hockey writer from Toronto, Bob McKenzie. Huge day in horse racing tomorrow. Belmont Stakes, American Pharaoh, will start fifth in the eight-horse field in New York, going for the Triple Crown. We've not had a Triple Crown winner since affirmed in 1978. In soccer, David Beckham, the soccer icon, says FIFA is a disgrace and says Francis Michel Platini should become the new president of the scandal-marred organization. Meanwhile, on the pitch, the Women's World Cup of Soccer opens in Canada tomorrow. Holland and Canada will play. On Sunday, defending champion Germany will play. On Monday, Team USA opens play against Australia. French Open Tennis Tournament, Serena Williams battling week-long flu, an enormous come-from-behind win. She was down 4-6, 2-3, and then rallied to come back to beat Tamiya Busansi. Men's semifinals, Novak Djokovic against Andy Murray. Stan Wawrinka goes against Joe Wolford Sanga. Auto racing, NASCAR runs the Pocono 400 Sunday in Pennsylvania. Jimmy Johnson has four wins this season. He is now the points leader. IndyCar Racing runs the Firestone 600 at Texas Motor Speedway. Formula One is north of the border for the Canadian Grand Prix. That's it. That's what's going on in the world of sports. That's what Lee Hamilton thinks on a Friday.